Hello and welcome back to Maiden A to Z. My name, as usual, is Eric. That's right, yeah. I've, I've been thinking if we should switch up the introduction, but I'm so used to the tone now. My name is Eric. Yeah, I like doing them. So. Yeah, it feels pretty good, actually. <laughs> I had to do it when you were out, and then I was yeah. not used to doing it. But yeah, anyway, Eric is here and Jonathan is here too. It's just the two of us today, which happens mm-hmm. rarely, very rarely. When was very the last time? Days. Was that like uh, the double title track episode, perhaps? Way back in Maybe. the beast. It could be. Which in turn is the only other one this year. I'm trying to see. It might have been. It might have been that that might have been the case. So let's see. Because we did I mean we had a lot of guests, and that's you know, like, again, it's nothing. Of course, that's very fun. We've had a lot of great guests. Uh well maybe we did no, actually the one that we did do kind of um Oh yeah, uh, Como Estas. Como Estas, we did that. Also Well we kind we of did, did that with Blaze. We had him on yeah. even in the in the actual song episode. But we had we did we did do a bit of um, we did the death or glory and deja vu. Yeah, right. But then there was an extra episode for the guest. <laughs> but yeah, yeah sure, we okay, did it yeah. alone. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it happens sometimes. And I've even received uh, feedback that um, no. you guys out there you actually like it too when, when we're doing uh-huh. this mini gathering type thing. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, that's today, how we started. Yeah, today. Um, speaking of like um, podcasters, I guess uh, I was. Uh, roaming around the network a little bit uh, the deep dive pod network that we're on mm-hmm. at deep dive pod net on twitter to find all mm-hmm. the shows and you can also google it without having twitter just google yeah. at deep dive pod net and I'll listen to uh, the hawk binge the hawkwind podcast i know right, nothing yeah. i know nothing about that band do you know anything about hawkwind at all very uh casually i kind of like i've heard a few songs i think and i kind of know i mean, I, I don't know enough to yeah, I mean, most uh, people know that Lemmy was in the band prior to Motorhead. That's, what I, that's yeah. what I know, basically. His yeah. hit Silver Machine, perhaps you've heard, or their quite famous live album, which I, I kind of forgot the title now, Space uh, Space Ritual. Yeah, I think it's Space Ritual. Huh. Uh, I, I like the band name. Yeah, uh, but what I liked about that show, and I told them also on Twitter, is that they've designed it in a way that you can listen to it without knowing anything about Hawkwind. You can just carry on because one guy is like us, a bona fide fan, and the other guy is yeah. just the other guy is just a, a new, you know, new recruit to the whole well, that, thing. That sounds fun. Cool format, yeah. I mean, we don't do that whatsoever. No, no. Like we're, we've listened to our maiden a few times, and I guess most of our listeners have too. If you are a new yeah. maiden fan and you listen, thank you for listening, and you know, thank you for coping with all the nerdiness. I, I just that, that just gave me an idea. Maybe we can we can try this out and we can see what happens. We'll do it some point in the future. Uh, if our listeners out there could give us the best, like what songs would you pick to talk song or songs or, or album? Maybe you'd pick to introduce someone yeah, to right. Iron Maiden. And then the idea I think we should do is we should find someone to introduce them to and see if they, what they feel about it. Well, see, that depends on who you're introducing it to, right? Sometimes yeah, it, course, could be, I mean, yeah. it could be drifter. You've mentioned it. Yeah. It could be wasted years for sure. Uh, I would also think the trooper is universal, uh, even Probably, though it's yeah. very maiden. 
many good options. Be quick or be dead, if you're into that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, a little mm. bit harder, I guess. Harder Edge. Wicker Man. It's a good introduction. That's a good one. Quite a few of them out there, isn't it? But it depends to who. To whom. Yeah. 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 I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's very true. Um, because of my other, uh, my other podcast i do this is it's in swedish then we're going to go over to english actually but I, we do i do star trek podcast and we recently did a thing where we tried to figure out which episodes or stuff you would pick to uh to introduce someone to, to star trek so we're gonna mm. you know so interesting yeah i mean we'll see you know it's kind of fun to think. that one you can try on me i can be a guinea pig there sure we can, we can yeah, give that a go because i know we'll so little but i kind of like at least i like the idea of sci-fi quite a bit yeah, well, there we like, go. Uh, I have this uh, old school sci-fi art vintage sci-fi art instagram oh. account that i follow that's beautiful okay. stuff. Yeah, really cool stuff. So you know the vibe of sci-fi. I'm totally yeah. into with the aesthetic, and also the like the the fantasy element, but without dragons. You know, yeah, spaceships yeah, yeah. instead. It's good stuff. But well, I what's, the, what's the account called? Vintage sci-fi art. Okay, so ver- the, all right, very very good actually. Yeah, some of the stuff is re- like really thought provoking as well. Not only you know just cool cool aliens, but just kind of you know because there's always that political tinge to it as well, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which makes it even more interesting, and I've heard mm. that's like a main thing about Star Trek. There's, there's a lot of that in there, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah well, definitely, we could do that. Yeah. One more uh, thing I noticed when I listened to uh, Binge that I kind of liked that I wanted to try on you is that uh, uh, to set the mood, like where you're coming from, they ask each other what you've been listening to the last week. Okay. Yeah. Now I didn't prepare you for this, so no, that's fine. I yeah. mean, that's, that's do right. you have anything um, what's been on rotation, or uh, you could put movies in there if you you haven't been listening to music a lot. Well, I've been listening to quite a bit of uh, music recently. Um, I always do, and uh, of course. Right. But, uh, uh, well, today I've been listening to the two songs we're going to be doing. But uh, other than that, I've been listening to a lot of. There's an '80s. There's a band from the '80s that was called the the Replacements. They're no favorites of mine, and uh, they essentially are. Um, without them, you, you wouldn't get you. You don't have REM or any of that kind of alt or tall nerve rock kind of stuff that came right. out later. They were never very big, so you know. It's, but I it's know one the of those things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've listened a lot, lot to them, and then I've. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. The last couple of days, really. And I was, you know, it was midsummer is here. The other, like, like as you guys know, because we did a midsummer special. Right. So on that day, I didn't have a lot of. I didn't really have very much um, power of what was being played. It was all kinds of stuff. But uh, right, you know, right, yeah. So yeah, I didn't prepare myself for the question either, but luckily there, there's this pile of vinyl lying here that's the last played one, so let's see what it is. ZZ Top, Tres Hombres. Uh, we talked about ZZ Top the other day, so... Yeah, classic one. Uh, British Steel, Judas Priest. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I kind of stayed away from that album because I thought it was poppy or straightforward. Mm. But it's actually a really cool turn, I think, for the band. That they've, they've kind of condensed the sound. 
Yeah, yeah, very yeah. basic for very blocky songs compared to yeah. Sin After Sin or Vic, uh, what's the one with the angel wings? Sad Wings of oh, Destiny. Sad Wings of Destiny, yeah. Uh, here's Todd Terje, Norwegian disco guy. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow straight between the eyes. That's a good one. With with uh, without Dio, still very good. Yeah. The A side kicks ass. Okay, last one in. Uh, Michael Schenker Group, MSG. That's a cool one. Mm, we heard good, a yeah. great song of that on Loch Ness Pub. Oh, yeah, well. Uh, which is called Let, um, Sleeping Dogs Lie. Strong recommend. That's where I'm coming in from today. That's good. Yeah. Let's let's keep that thing going. That's fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun, right? Yeah, I didn't prepare. Yeah. It. I didn't overly prepare. It. I just heard today actually the episode. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I thought then you know what like what references you're coming in with, right? Yeah, I was going to do something, and I'll, let me see if I can just quickly. Mm, no, I can't. All right, never mind. I was going to do something last time, a uh, new segment, uh, and then I forgot to. I I right, well, I, right. I fucked it up yeah. uh, with the fear of the dark because it was. Uh, uh, an anniversary for Fear of the Dark turning gold yeah. in the States, not, I mean, not being released. But I looked up then at that week, and that week we had a single, I think. Like a single right, anniversary. So let's just let's just say the idea of this would have been it would be called this this week or this day in Maiden History. Or this week, we'll say. Uh, and um, let's see if I can uh, find just find something here. I know that if I'm correct, uh, yesterday would have been the, the, uh, the 30th anniversary of of uh of when you know the the big stockholm stadium gig that we've talked about quite a bit yeah i think uh the week you fucked it up when it wasn't yeah. in fact <laughs> yeah. fear of the dark actually there was an anniversary and it was the eldorado digital single so that's right, a deep right, cut yeah. yeah deep cut right there but i think that one turned 11 or something like that yeah i mean there's a, there's there's always i mean the thing is you can always almost always find something uh that you know coincides with the day. But, uh, yeah. So what I fucked up was basically the we were doing on like the tenth of June, and uh, if I was I was thinking about the tenth uh, of May. Yeah, yeah. So it that's happens. What I did. It happens. But yeah, we we haven't really. I mean, doing this podcast, we didn't initially decide on segments because then you just be constricted to them. But as no. we do it, it's kind of fun to come up with these small things and apply them to the guests as well. Yeah, because you you get ideas as you go along. You know, we're gonna, we've been done. We're doing this for a while now. We're going to be doing. We're doing it. We've been doing it for. This will be the thirty fourth week. No, yeah. more probably less actually because we've had extra. Some weeks we had double episodes, but so Still. about but about you know going a while now. 
going a while now and getting close to our first meeting, pitch meeting. Yeah. So yeah. close to a year from from starting it, but uh, a bit further into the fall to actually reach a year of broadcasting it. Yeah. So that'd be cool. We'll do some, we'll do some, we'll try to do something fun when we get to a year, but we'll figure it out. Also, because yeah. now, you know, big news uh, just uh, down the coming of the pike today. A lot of the restrictions as far as meetings go, uh, you know, how many can be in the same place have been lifted as it will be lifted on Thursday here in Sweden. Yeah. So maybe we'll do what we could maybe do a maiden A to Z kind of a hangout on, you know, on the anniversary, uh, you know, for, for the, everyone living in Sweden. Of course, you know, if you want to come in from out, you know, from, from other countries to celebrate, that's fine. I don't know that I would, but, you know, whatever That'd be you want cool. to do. That'd be cool. Yeah, we had a yeah. good midsummer party. And I think the reason we don't do it in this format that often is that when a song comes up or a thematic yeah. comes up, so often we already have a, a previous guest. Like, oh, that's perfect for him, perfect for him or perfect for her. Uh, so it's it's kind of you know they book themselves in. You could say all I need to do yeah. is ask them like, what about this one? And usually they they're ready to do it. So yeah, embarrassment of riches. Exactly. There's a, we've we've had no shortage of great guests. Uh, yeah, and you know we have a lot, hopefully we'll get some. Um, I can't imagine you know I, I I think we can only you know we'll get I think probably uh, these uh, just us doing it. We'll probably be on the kind of uh, probably going to be f- fairly rare, just because there's so many people who want to talk about songs. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's some then it becomes something to look forward to it as well. You know, just to get yeah, some yeah. some one one on one time to get uh, some things in there, right? Uh, for, yeah, yeah, for exactly. the actual, yeah, for the actual yeah. podcast. I mean, yeah. we don't really do meet episodes, even though we have the uh, kind of holiday episodes occasionally. Yeah, the midsummer yeah. one was fun. Thanks, you will for joining. That will have to happen yeah. again. Uh, good yeah. feedback on that one. Uh, he's a good co-host. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, they have, they were, you know, they uh, that that podcast has uh, given me hours upon hours of just pure joy. I mean, it's yeah. just it's an amazing thing. And also, they're great. They're great hosts, and they make it really fun to listen to. Yeah, it's very um, cool. It's, I think it's very based on their personalities, actually. Most, like, that's the main selling point of it. Like, it's just nice to listen to them, you know. They're kind of fun, no, yeah. fun and uh, maybe sometimes uh, go against, you know, the the beaten path. Or whatnot, you know, or contrarian, yeah, also, sometimes contrarian, or sometimes traditional, you know. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I think probably we're more, we're way more fact heavy, I think, uh, than they are. A little bit, yeah. But they bring, in, they like, bring in the know, numbers sometimes and everything, and I'm not really that fact heavy. I'm just, I got good long term memory. That's it. Yeah, you know? Well, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but we have Henrik, like, Henrik, obviously, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's always Professor gonna be, Henrik. Uh, yeah, he's the professor. He's going to be a machine when he's on. And when I listen yeah. back to episodes when he's in them, it's like uh, I'm very thankful for that because he's just like, yeah. Uh, what about the uh, FH2 strangers in the Globe Arena 1992? Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah. <laughs> anyway, but today two songs, no two guests. songs, two songs, but no guests. And uh, I think we could have found guests for these ones. It's always fun Probably. to talk the Blaze era, and we're going to be on both albums today. Yeah, and we I think actually the order we're going to be going because I looked at the list it would be the Edge of Darkness and then the other song, correct? Correct. Yeah, that's it. So the Edge so, of Darkness, not based on the film The Edge of Darkness, no. but based on the book The Heart of Darkness, which in turn <laughs> created the movie Apocalypse Now based on the book The Heart of Darkness. All right, well, there you go. Yeah. That's a- uh, I don't know if Blaze saw the film or if he read the book. Uh, but now, it's now, did very he, did he, close. He, He's credited no. on the song. So he probably, he did, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's credited to him, uh, Gears and, Gears and Harris. All right, let's, I'm oh, sorry, I'm just going to get the, 
Just get the lyrics up here so we got that. Because it makes it a little easier to... Yeah. Should have done that before. And you know, sometimes when I'm doing this podcast, I go mm -hmm. back and watch movies that I should have seen. Like, why? how come I never saw Braveheart? I don't know. That's very odd. Everyone saw that. But I saw it because of uh, Made in A to Z. I saw The Seventh Seal as well because of that. But this time, this happened all the way back then, actually. Uh, back in the uh, early 2000s. Because uh, there was this redux of Apocalypse Now. That came, yeah, that's right. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Got up to they the cinema. That. Well, that was right around the time I got into The X Factor. So I, I w went and saw the movie because of that, actually. Mm, and then, right, like, yeah. when, when he has this piece of the manuscript that is straight lifted from the lyrics, uh, I kind of enjoy that. You know, yeah, I yeah. didn't find it cheap. Maybe it is. Let's talk about that. But for no, me I, as a kid, I, it was just wow, awesome, maiden, yeah. <laughs> I think it works. I think it, I think it's I think it's. Um, I don't think it's cheap. I think I think it it you know it sort of. Uh, I really dig that bit, and I think that uh, I don't know. I think just because of what it is, depending what kind of. I mean, if they were lifting a quote, it's 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 not. If you're lifting it straight off like that, I think it's meant to be noticed that you're doing that, and then that therefore it becomes not cheap. Whereas right. if you're trying to hide it, it wouldn't be as you know. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with that. Some people are like, yeah, it's completely straight off that scene or whatnot, but I think it fits pretty well. Uh, it's the whole. Yeah. Uh, still, I'm only in Saigon. You know, the walls moving a little closer, feel the jungle called me on, that part, which is basically a hotel scene. For a week I have been waiting, still I am only in Saigon. The walls move in a little closer. Uh, and he's in Saigon here, but I believe that the, this colonel, you know, the colonel whose methods have gone insane, is situated in uh, Cambodia. If yeah, I, I think so, yeah, I mean, if I remember I correctly, I haven't seen it in so long, but yeah, yeah, same, same. And I, I, I kind of couple it with Full Metal Jacket, which is in Vietnam, obviously, yeah. uh, the Kubrick movie. And uh, like coincidentally, this week in Historia Podden, Swedish history podcast, they yeah. did like a Vietnam special. So mm. then I have these kind of horrid images in front of my mind, you know, because that was a big thing, right? Uh, it was the, now I don't remember who, who, who his name, McCain or something, Kane, Kaney. <laughs> I'll have to cut oh, that right. in with Microsoft okay. Sam later. Yeah. William Kelly. But anyway, it was this, it was this sergeant basically that uh, yeah. he was maybe a little bit uh, on the autism side of things. So he did, his, he pulled his orders very clearly uh, according to what the, um, the superior officer said, and that ended yeah. up like slaughtering a full village. It was photographed by a, an American war photographer, and it leaked eventually. Became a yeah. huge deal. Like he, he got the blame for it. Also, he became the scapegoat. Uh, he got like jail. I think he later got out of jail. But anyway, that was a big thing, and it's a similar kind of era. It must be right. Seventies, red, yeah, I red, think so. the, the red Khmer in Cambodia, right? Yeah. I was. It's very kind of weird that we're talking about this episode. Oh, this this episode, this one right here. And you you, you listen to that podcast about the Vietnam War because me and my girlfriend are watching the movie JFK the other mm, day, and I and that has a lot to do with the Vietnam War because after Kennedy was assassinated, that's when things really got going in the Vietnam because he, he was gonna pull everyone out, pull everyone out, 
when he, mm-hmm. when he was killed and you know then he didn't get then he got killed that didn't happen so that's when it really you know got going a crazy conflict and really like yeah. when it get, comes to the point now I'm, we're slightly off topic but kind of not that's fine yeah when it goes a little bit uh, like it goes so far that you start shooting uh, children and women and elderly yeah like uh, when that happens that kind of total extinction type war usually you can never make a chain of command all the way up and everyone will agree to it you know it's kind yeah. of stuck in the um, it's kind of stuck in the local scene if you will like uh, with this colonel that might be or sergeant or whatever he was that might be a little bit just you know just following the orders but yeah. you know who's really responsible becomes a difficult one well it becomes this thing where cuz i've always thought and we've maybe discussed this before but i have always felt that even if even if you know i i don't think maybe necessarily you know uh, th- there's a lot of talk about you know being supportive of the troops who are you know overseas doing yeah. stuff, and I d- I don't think supporting them necessarily means you know you're, you're for the war. No, but a lot no. of times people kind of see you can't be that or the other. So when a lot of those kids came home, they thought they're going to be heroes, and you know they ended up getting you know spat on. There's a great I just pulled this up. There's a great quote that sort of sums up. It's it's on the it's on the you could find this on certain uh, cigarette lighters like Zippo lighters that people had over there. And uh, this is from, I think that's the case. And it says, we, the unwilling, trained by the unskilled to do the impossible uh, for the ungrateful. Right. Yeah. You pulled that one, actually, when we did the Como Estas Amigos as well. But it's worth worth it. It's really good. It says a lot. And I mean, yeah, uh, they pull out the line right in the the song, uh, in this war, things get so confused. Yeah. So that's kind of where I make a tie to. To this uh, scenario i really should have known the name of that colonel or sergeant or whatnot but yeah we'll put in microsoft sam to fill me in yeah but uh, he's a, he could, the unofficial third member yeah <laughs> william Kelly. he could be parallel to this colonel in yeah. in the edge of darkness whose methods yeah. who's gone completely rogue and he's kind of building a cult in the jungle as far as i understand mm-hmm. uh played by marlon brando in apocalypse yeah. now uh it's quite interesting uh little mission you know that the edge of darkness is all about because he's supposed to go there right to to uh, find him and kill him basically mm. stop him right yeah i mean i gotta like i said it's been years like but i gotta i gotta i'm, I'm even now no i gotta rewatch this very soon because i uh, it's a great movie it's a cool movie yeah one of those really good war movies and yeah. i think like it's interesting uh, like let's look at china today with censorship and all that if you look, we look at the states they did some terrible crimes against humanity but yeah, still, yeah. still, you had the room to actually make movies about it and concerning it already yeah. back then. Uh, that's at least yeah. a little, you know, a little sil- silver lining to the whole thing. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't mean, yeah, definitely. But I was thinking that I don't, I, this obviously, not me saying that it was worth it for, because of this, but out of that horrible uh, mess, you got so many great, you know, uh, protest albums and like just songs yeah. and stuff like, you know, like just... Uh, like in the same way that you got a, there was a ton of great, uh, of the, a lot of that stuff right around the uh, the second uh, era of the second uh, term of, during Bush's second term, at post nine eleven. You got a right. lot of good stuff about that too, and you know it's kind of weird that you didn't. You, we we haven't really. There's there's been some, as of late, uh, or you know during the during the Trump years, but not not as all as much as there were. You know, uh, but you know there's, there's nothing like I think there's a good there's something very special about a you know a, a protest kind of con- counterculture. I guess would yeah. be the word. And if you have a strong yeah. fucked up culture, you'll probably have a strong counterculture. 
just because For of sure. that, you know. But I think now, uh, like naming Trump, we're getting even long further from the su- subject. But mm. naming him, I think now it's also crazier. What what is counterculture? You have yeah. the alt right counterculture. You have the woke thing. You have this and that. You know, it's like who are you going to rebel against? I find a lot of bullshit on every side these days. I don't know if you're unanimous with me there, but you know, I mean, that's that's kind of weird because that's I was thinking about it the other day because now you know I'm not. I don't necessarily feel the need to be um is, is i'm doing air quotes politically correct as you know like in, in the sense that you know i i, I don't want to i don't worry about it too much I, I know that all i know i know i'm not a jerk and that's the main thing so yeah. I, I don't want to say anything that's going to make anyone feel bad about themselves but i don't overthink what i'm doing either put it that way no, and, no, and no. that's but that's kind of what you got to do for you know for certain people in their minds you know you can you know i, I mean so it, it, it requires so little to be written off as a human being these days. It really and I, does. And yeah. I think that's maybe why people don't do these kind of, maybe, maybe that's why there's no, you know, maybe it's hard to be a raging against machine, you know, this right now, because you don't know which machine you're raging against. If you're raging against exactly. that machine, you know, you'll, you'll get fucking canceled. Rage against that machine, you get death threats. So yeah. which one are you supposed to rage against? And I don't know. Maybe we should probably get off this before someone cancels us. <laughs> Easier to get rage against the Vietnamese, the American Vietnamese war machine. That's a, a, a machine yes, that you can rage against, right? It's yes. way easier to do with like a common enemy. And it kind of, I think it also boosted the whole hippie yeah. culture, right? Yeah. All of that. But uh, okay, we're in the edge of darkness. The song yeah. is very close to this movie, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. A very yeah, good yeah. film. Uh, a nice yeah. film. And this used to be one of my favorite Maiden songs altogether. It's a good one. It yeah. is a good one. I really, really liked it. It was up there with me, you know, like second best on X Factor, I would say back then. Uh, listening now before the episode, I must admit it lost a little bit of magic for me. Some of the stuff doesn't work as well anymore. Like the no. verse is a little bit dun 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 dun. Every minute I get weaker. While in the jungle they grow dun 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 dun. That kind of thing, uh, just uh, repeating. Yeah, based on the mellow verse in the beginning. So it doesn't have too much content, but I think it has a nice, I would say very nice actually, structure. I think mm. it moves great over those 640. It is the yeah. Harris Pyramid. I had a friend uh, tell me this, like the Harris Pyramid, start slow, mm. build up to the top, build down again kind of thing divided in threes three parts but uh strong one uh, i would say and especially that melody lead that he sings on top of i understand why the genius must die yeah. yeah that transition is should be more awkward it goes into that awkward verse riff but at that time it kind of rocks i think they mm. made a perfect tempo switch at that spot yeah and then there's also the rock out, right? Uh, kind of rock yeah. out melody. Uh, that's, a very, that's, a, that's a very Yannick. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty strong song. Musically, I like yeah, it. A- Lyrically, I like it. You know? I mean, the thing is, like, there's a lot of different, like, small different sections of it, and it does it, but it's all done very well, and it sort of works together very well. I mean, we've we've kind of mentioned this so many times at this point, but it feels like 
what they did right in this song is the is the polar opposite of everything they did wrong in Don't Look to the Eyes of the Stranger. Uh, yeah. Just because there's you know there's various different parts, but these work together very well. Good point. Um, Good structure. Yeah. All of that. You remember the solo? No, I don't. Not that stuff, man. I, mean, I listened to it today a couple of times. I recall I it's a bit of Janicky stuff going on. Let's see if we can find it here. Ha, found it straight away. <laughs> this is pretty cool. Yeah. High harmony. I like this. Yeah. That's very good. Now it's tape. And then this one. The anthemic. Oh, I understand why the genius must die. Okay. This reminds me of, um, that reminded me a little bit of, uh, What's it called? Shadow of the Valley, or the it's called? Uh, in the whatever, it's it's from it's it's from. Let me let me. I want to get it right. Let me just check what the song is called. It's from Book of Souls. Um, while you look, what I would yeah. what I would say I would like about this that the lead part is first you got the classic Janik, uh, screely screechy stuff, and then yeah. they did that harmonized high part, throwing it over to Dave seamlessly. Mm. Pretty cool, done, well done, and I think the whole song has a seamless quality to it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's never any, even though that abrupt verse, you know, coming in from "I understand why the genius must die." Bomb, 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 bomb. That's abrupt, yeah. but, it, but it works. Well structured. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I can't, I can't really, I can't really even. Uh, I mean, I haven't listened to this one. Uh, there's other ones on this album I listen to a lot more, but every time I sort of revisit this song, I always find myself wondering why don't revisit it more often yeah now it used to be a big favorite for me now it's shrunk a little bit i have to say because of the verses mainly and maybe because it's but that's kind of a quality too i'm gonna run it by you all the parts are in a way the same you know but is that necessarily a bad thing that could also be a coherent musical direction for the song i think it is yeah i think it is in the case of this one like the verses being very similar to each other has a good whoa whoa part too That in another way reminds me of a Shadow of the Valley because that also has a whoa whoa whoa. We have to do a best whoa whoa parts later. Oh yeah, we got to do that. Be good. Rank them, you know, like uh, no, we do. We got to do that at uh, when we get to W, I guess. Whoa whoa, is that spelled? Yeah, it's spelled with W, right? Not with O. We record that. That'd be be O O O. We'll record that together with Ratchild (laughs) in Compass Point, Bahamas. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's what that's we're gonna do. (laughs) I mean, again, maybe. uh, But like I said, I would want to go to. Carts and Horses. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been there. Yeah, I know that Talking Maiden did a live one from Carts and Horses. And they're Canadian, so well done on their there part. Yeah, we good. I mean, it's closer for us. I mean, yeah. there's a... I was a little bit in contact also with uh, Nesbit on that show. I think he listens occasionally to, to our thing. Well, that's good. Which well, is cool. well, shout out to Nesbit then. Yeah, definitely. That was the first <laughs> one. I think that was the first good Maiden podcast. And I think mm-hmm. by now, I don't even check them out anymore. It's like seven out there. So, And I'm doing this anyway, so I've got to focus, right? Yeah, I mean, there's. I think because at one point when I was um, right before Maiden Podden showed up, I was trying to find a Maiden podcast. I was thinking about starting one, maybe, or I, or I thought, well, why isn't there one? And I looked, and I couldn't yeah. really find one. So I think there was a, you know, a period of 
darkness where there was none. And then, you know, now there's tons of them, which is great. a period at the edge of darkness. <laughs> there you go. That's back yeah. to this. <laughs> I remember you posted a memory. Like, hmm, maybe I should start one, you know, tag, yeah, tagging then, me in and, and here we are. Yeah, I had it on my mind, too. I had it on my mind, too, and here we are. Yeah, you, I, I, could you do this on your own? I couldn't, you know. No, I, I, no, I, no, I need no, the no, back no. and forth, you know. Otherwise, yep. just, it would be like recording an audiobook. So, peace of mind was recorded. Yeah. And, you know, it's, and you, you got the, you got the, the guy, yeah, Metallica, who did the Metallica yeah. one. Yeah, he, he usually he, has guests, but he's also a really good talker, Tom Quee. He's, he's done a, some of them I've heard he does by himself, which is... Uh, yeah, yeah which I, gotta, I, I, I gotta reach out to him again, since I stole his concept and all, you know. Yeah, See well, if you want to come on, you know. But I have admitted it earlier, too, you know. Credit we, we've mentioned that several times. Credit where credit is due. Yeah, that's right. There you go. But he's good. No, and also, I, I, uh, Sabbath Bloody Podcast, I don't think you've heard it. It's on our network. Uh, Rye no, I, I, does everything yeah. himself, and he's really good at it, but he also has a bit of anxiety and angst doing it himself because that's more work. You know, you're actually producing. We're just mm. talking bollocks. Talking. We're just shit-chatting, basically. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he does it well. And you can, you can give him the slack of having long breaks when he doesn't have the energy to do it, really. I mean, that makes sense. And that's, you got to kind of want to do it or it's not fun to listen to. Right. Exactly. Uh, that's the idea. But I think also the fun thing about this is because even before before we started this pod, I could I did have periods where I didn't really listen. You know, I kind of you, you, Maiden's always on there, on my you know on rotation to some degree. But now they've been you know there more often than they might have been because uh, other times I could you know maybe not listen to that kind of stuff for quite a while and then yeah. come back to it. But now it's always kind of on the back burner or the front burner. But it's always one of the, one of the burners, and that's very fun because I got you know. Yeah, and I listen to them on vinyl exclusively, except for the preparation for Maiden A to Z. Then I listen on Spotify. And I also mm -hmm. have that list on Spotify with all the songs on it. And I put it on random sometimes because, you know, they have 160 songs on there. So yeah. put it on random, there's less than a percent chance to get the song that you might not want to get. Yeah. But somehow they, the algorithm pulls Angel and the Gambler way too often. <laughs> or maybe it's just that it's never welcome. <laughs> I don't know. That could be it, yeah. <laughs> it's never welcome. Oh. Yeah, no. so we are on X Factor now. Is X Factor is maybe not a summer album. I thought now, like listening coming up to here, I couldn't get into the vibe really. No, it's more of a. I, I like that album. It's a. It's. It, I think it's. A, it's. It's more appropriate for like darker kind of. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, weather or just darker. You know, like like maybe winter even or. Yeah. But the Edge of Darkness. What it's a. It's tangling on the edge for me to be on the top fifty. But uh, we have, uh, did we put blood on the world's hand there? hands? We did, right? Let me, let me check. I think so. Because we, we have, you know, Eric was on that one. Uh, I, I imagine he lobbied for it, and I know I probably, I can't imagine that anymore. That, yeah, I, it's got to be on there. Let's see. Uh, no, it's not. Okay. So let's put this one on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's put it on there. I think because if blood on the world's hand uh, had, uh, you know, which one is better? I don't really know. They, they're kind of neck and neck but i used to love this one way more edge of darkness yeah well i mean it's a, uh, it's um i think it's a better i think i mean i think that i think that this this is this is a superior song of those two so but it's heavily threatened to stay on a I, I don't yeah i don't know what's going to make it all the way but that's all right here we go i'm putting it whoops i'm gonna put it on the list oh the last one we added was drifter that's probably the last it's not the last uh yeah we didn't do song episodes for a month yeah this is we're doing this one and then we're not doing because we have besides that we're doing one more song today and then we then we have some special stuff coming out right uh, I think it's gonna be that way and then back to songs yeah cool probably I got some interesting stuff 
Yeah, we do. I think everyone can figure out what, and that's uh, fine. But you know, yeah, yeah, I know. We hinted it, but also it's uh, kind of it's really summer hot here, so I'm gonna go get uh, a little bit more beverage yeah, for continuing. I'm gonna get another one too. Right back. You guys at home, I have a stone Bianavesa salt and lime lager. Um, pretty cool can. That's probably why I ordered it. But we'll see. All right. I'll tell John about this too. Yeah. Hello. Sorry, what I was going to say, I was talking to the, to the listeners. What I got here is this is a stone Bianavesa salt and lime lager. I don't know. It's uh, I have no idea how it's going to be, but this is what I got and it's cold. I, ha- I have a whole lot about a trooper um, in a case as well, but they're, they're, not, they're not cold. Yeah. So no, as per usual, uh, when podcasting, three point five percent beer. Yeah. That's uh, that's all I need for this context. Pripsblow Gothenburg. There you go. Classic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got to tell you, on Midsummer, I had the um, because you mentioned there's a guy who we'd kind of maybe I can we'll mention it here and see if you know, maybe this will help. Yeah. Uh, there's a why not? There's a guy we want to get on the pod, uh, formerly of Inflames. Yep. Uh, Mr. Uh, what's his name? Peter Ivers, right? Ivers? Yeah, Peter yeah. Ivers. Peter yeah. Ivers. Well, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he also he, he makes beer now with one of the other guys from Inflames, old guy. Yeah, Daniel Svensson, yeah. drummer. So I, I uh, when we were, when you're we talking about it, I ordered a couple of uh, the ones they got. Really good. Yeah, good beer, good beer. Yeah. Expensive, but you know, craft beer. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad, I don't think. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. No, they take good care of it, and I think it's a nice uh, you know career transition Let's from touring touring metal musician to beer maker. I'd love to. I'd love to. Yeah. I, I met, uh, this is funny, it was a few years ago by a friend of mine, we were at a, a beer launch party, so it was someone launching there. Um, they're new, whatever, they're, or maybe, maybe they had a bunch of beers and they were kind of, it was, for, it was coming to Sweden for the first time, so there was, a, there was this big launch party and there's a guy came up and made, made a speech. I don't remember his name, uh, I don't remember his first name, that's, that's the point of this. Mm-hmm. And I got kind of got inspired by listening to him, like, oh wow, this could be, yeah, maybe I should start, yeah, I'd love to make my own beer. And he had a really cool the beer cans are really cool. They're kind of like this sci-fi vibe of the beer cans. And then I found out his, I know his last name was plant. And then, uh-huh. then my friend's uh, girlfriend mentioned, Oh yeah. You know, you know, his dad's apparently a musician. Like, Oh, he says, Oh, Robert, something like Robert plant. Like, yeah. Okay. So it was Robert plant from fucking Led Zeppelin's son. That's uh-huh. probably how he could afford to start his own, you know, probably. Yeah. Efforts. Yeah. How could we start a to Z brewery? You know, I mean, we could probably get someone. Maybe to, one day, maybe one day. If we have anyone out there who makes beer, and you want to do a limited run of Maiden A to Z beer, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's fun to do those type of things. It's possible, too, these days, you know, if you apply yourself to it. And yeah, speaking of those guests, uh, we haven't even contacted them yet, but it would be fun to have an episode talking Maiden and Beer with the uh, fans of Maiden and Beer. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be fun. Uh, and, you know, they have played with our Maiden as well. That's oh. also a cool thing, you know. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw them uh, in 2005 with them. Yeah, right. So that, that'd be a nice one. You, th- you think we could get someone from Trooper? Uh, possibly. 
right? Or, or maybe just the brewery, maybe not. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, because I mean, beer. Let's face it, is one of the biggest merch items in hard rock today. Yeah, and yeah. why wouldn't they want exposure? You know? Yeah, definitely. Even in a nerdy podcast like ours, well, or maybe th- especially. In a nerdy podcast, I, I, like I think nerdy people like us are their bread and butter, really, because like, like you know, you got these right, people like right. you know, like fuck. I, I ordered cases of this stuff just to get the bottle caps. Yeah, exactly. Um, Smart merch. I heard they sold thirty million pints. Or yeah, something that's, like that. that's you know, I, I, I wish, I just wish it was available. Um, on I mean, the, in, uh, ahead of the the gig here in two thousand eighteen, there was a place that did actually have it on tap very very briefly. And that sold out like like that, as you can imagine. I'd mm. like to drink it on tap because I imagine it's it's a lot better on tap. Uh, yeah, but I do enjoy it. I could like. Be, I mean, I be. like the my favorite one of them is the uh, uh, the Sun and Steel Sake uh, Lager or the red yeah. and, the red and black uh, port is pretty good. Sun and Steel, uh, Charge of the Light Brigade. That's a good one. Red and the black, uh, and even actually Fear of the Dark Stout. Uh, it's kind of a sweet stout. It's kind of a McDonald's stout, yeah. if you will, but not bad. It's good. Know? It's good. Not bad. But I mean, I, I, I would, I would, I would drink more of it if it was easier because, because here, I mean, if it trooper would probably be something I could, that could totally, I could totally see a scenario where that'd be my go-to what I drink when I'm out. If it was more readily available, the thing is here, you got to sure. order a whole, like you got to order like 24 of them in a, in a case and that's quite expensive. So, you know, yeah. I, I've done it for certain things. Like if we do, if we do, um, well, We'll see. If, if we were to do a Maiden A to Z kind of hang, we might have to buy some Trooper. We'll see what happens. Well, you know, but that's Trooper's been around for a bit. I realize because oh, yeah. my la- my last like proper uh, in-house gig as a sound engineer, I did work in Stampin' at Blues oh, Bar, yeah. Blues Jazz Bar, but I wasn't really the main guy. Last time I was was in KGB Bar. Yeah, uh, we met there a few times, and we actually had Trooper a standard issue. Always had Trooper, so I drank plenty of Trooper. That's good that stuff. That's fun. Yeah, but also it was I'm gonna assume, bar. and uh, you know. Just because the way KGB was as a place, that pr- probably if you didn't work there, the trooper would have been quite expensive. Yeah, like six euros, something like that. Which is also because I don't think it's, and I say this with with it, the idea of it is supposed to be like a kind of every man's kind of beer. Yeah, and, you know, exactly. and, you, and there's places where you got to ch- you get charged upwards of. I mean, I've seen it up for like up you know like nine euros, and that's a lot for that. I'm suspecting a high profit margin on that one because why would they partner up with Robertson? No one knows about Robertson. I think it was they made the best deal with those guys economically. Robinson, 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 Robinson. Yeah, right. Uh, why would they partner up with those unknowns? I think it was just that they shopped around and they found the best possible deal where Iron Maiden makes the most possible money, and I don't blame them for it. Well, also possibly, but also I think that also they, if, from what I gather, I mean, they were also doing the kind of stuff they wanted to. They wanted to, you know, they wanted to be doing it. Yeah. Because I think that also, because they could easily have just slapped their name on, you know, something. Well, that's what kind of what Motorhead's been doing as of late. Uh, you know, you, you get these kind of like, uh, or like all, all of them. I mean, for fuck's sake, Kiss is the, you know, the one that does it the most. Uh, Ghost. Ghost, yeah. Or like the Meta- the Metallica whiskey, you know, it's like there's like three people in the band yeah. who can't can't even drink the stuff because they're you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. But right, but right. I think that or, know, uh, hey, uh, Megadeth as well. He's like a documented alcoholic, and he's selling beer now. Yeah, well, then he knows what yeah. he's, 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 you know, he's... Yeah, 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 but, you know, he shouldn't drink it. And he's like, yeah, I don't drink, I didn't drink irresponsibly anymore. I just drink a little bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> fair enough. Which may work, yeah. which may work, yeah. you know. No, but I just, uh, I think that, because I think they could have probably made more money if they, if it was just the amount of money, and not at all about making something they can actually stand behind, they could have, they could have made more money by, you know, picking a generic 
like like, you know, like like one of these because uh, Robinson is not part of the one of the bigger like you have these at least in Sweden we have three or four different um, distributors of alcohol. He could they could have gone with one of those kind of big kind of powerhouses yeah. and probably sold more exactly. pints. And yeah, it wouldn't have been as good. But so no. I think they could. Have, it was just about the money. I sure it was. Of course, it was about the money to some degree. But it was also about doing something. I think they they kind of could. You know. I mean, I would put it like this: not to do the whole beer special today. We're not on here for that. But uh, yeah. I would put it like this: probably there are quite a few small breweries that did what they wanted. Yeah. And then they picked the one where they got the best deal because they don't really have a renome. They they don't have a. Uh, no one knows about Robinson. No. But now they uh, do. But but now they did also a beer with a huge one, a brew dog. Yeah, uh, coming up. That's annoying. I can't get hold of that here properly. But yeah, but then that one is not even properly made and themed. Hellcat. No, <laughs> it's just a random metal beer. But I think having sold three or thirty million, I don't remember which of them, but it's a lot anyway. Having sold a ton of pints, now they can work better deals with bigger. Uh, I, yeah. Because if they would have approached Brewdog initially. I think Brewdog would have had the upper hand in the discussion, right? Yeah. To get them more money. But now they've proven themselves as beer salesmen. Yeah. They're great at it. They sell a lot of beer. <laughs> I, I think that I think that what I what I gather is going to be, what I kind of sort of surmise just from what I've heard is, I think what you're going to see coming down the pike is when the new album is announced, I think there's some stuff Robinson-related or Trooper beer-related that's going to come with that because there's stuff I know that I heard that like well this, when he's when they was when he's asked about when Bruce has been asked about the beer there's stuff he says he can't talk about yet and the only reason mm-hmm. would be I think that's connected to the new album the Flying Dutchman Lager there you go that's good <laughs> that'd be good did you see that fake tracklist yeah I've seen I've seen all the what's yeah, a, yeah that, that it was, was a good fake tracklist yeah. like I would have bought that tracklist yeah now I only remember the Flying Dutchman fifteen minutes plus Steve Harris only. <laughs> yeah, that seems like that could have been a thing. Yeah, but, but you also speak, why not? So, I don't know. That, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. Speaking of that, Harry's only. We could head on to a track. Yeah, because we're doing two, we're doing two songs today. Is that what you were alluding to? Maybe like actually carrying on with on topic here. Yeah. Last thing about beer. This is pretty good. This is salt and lime lager. I thought it could have been disgusting because I I just went by the uh, the can when I bought it, but it was pretty good. So yeah. All right, beer. So. More beer to come later. Sorry, every non-drinker out there, but it's close. To I got. I got to imagine. No offense, that that most of them are. Are those of them? Let anyone listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I actually asked Fatih, our previous guest, about the partying scene in Iran, and uh, they do drink, they do smoke, uh, and they do um, a bit of coke, but rarely, you know, and especially young guys. Yeah. But you know that goes to that goes to show that most people around the world drink. Yeah. They did already base a beer on Red and the Black, which is a new song, right? So I think it would be a, obviously it's going to be some song off of the new album mm. that's getting a beer. Yeah, definitely. That's for sure. The Educated Fool, however. Does not have a beer. Written by Harry's only. Does not have a beer. But uh, it's one of my absolute favorite songs. I really, really like this song. You know, Edge of Darkness I used to really like. But Educated Fool has just it's kept on growing for me. It's one of my favorite songs from, definitely from the entire 90s. And uh, pretty much all together, I really like this song. I think it's a really cool song, great topic, which we'll get into. But first, I guess I want to ask you, initial thoughts, Educated Fool. Well, uh, when I initially heard it back in the day, I didn't like it. That's also because I think I had a free sort of, oh, sorry, I burped. Um, I had a weird thing about not, not digging the album because I was informed that one, one wasn't supposed to like that one. Uh, right. And then it kind of took me a while to get into it. And it's also just kind of, it was actually, you know, I've sort of always kind of enjoyed it. 
to some degree or after you know after i kind of grew up a little bit and realized you know i can listen to what the fuck i want i don't have to care and i can enjoy whatever i want regardless of if, if i'm you know quote unquote allowed to like it or not but then what happened was when we were when i was doing prep for the for the blaze interview i was i just listened to all the blaze stuff i could find i listened most of you know mainly the the two maiden albums and then i was i was like going through and i i remember getting to that song listening through it and like oh my god how am I just noticing now how fucking amazing this is? And then I had to re-listen to it right away because I was like, this is really cool. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm blown away by this song. Um, lyrically, we could start in the lyrics again because we did it in the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lyrically, it's, you know, too close to home. I you know I have a lot of uh, scores or what is it called? Credits mm-hmm. from university. I think I got years and years, like past 320, which is six years or something. And I'm still a fool, you know, and uh, I really get the sentiment of, uh, especially this time of the year, actually it fits uh, in uh, in June, July, because you get out, maybe you just graduated, you know, from university or from high school or whatnot, and you're an educated fool. You don't really know what you're supposed to do. And you have this awkward situation handed right to you, right? Yeah. It's kind of awkward. Like, what do I actually know? How do I sell myself? I've struggled a lot with the... Searching for jobs back in the day. Now, luckily, I like. I think I've been in Stockholm long enough, so I get jobs, you know, just by my network. But I mean, back then, so hard to do it, and I very low. Uh, I've got good self-esteem generally, but very low self-esteem when it comes to selling myself as a professional or a working mm. type guy. Like I know this because I studied this, so I, I really felt like a, an educated fool in an awkward situation many times i mean it's it's i i've hung around a lot in uh, uh stockholm university i was active there quite a many years and uh running running one of the the, the bars out there and I, I know a lot of people who like you know who could who spent years and years you know studying stuff and then sort of only to find out when they've kind of on the tail end of it realizing oh well shit no one's really they're not really hire, hiring you know any professional philosophers these days so they you know then the only then kind of realizing well that i don't was that a waste of time or was it not well then you got to kind exactly. of you, know, you don't know uh, i don't think it is a waste of time i think that maybe you got to kind of it depends what it depends what you you know it kind of depends what you personally what you want out of it i guess in my personal case it might have felt like a waste of time at some points but then you know when you when you least expect it you're going to realize okay that one i actually learned at that time yeah. But you don't know when it's going to be applied. That's the thing. So you're just kind of sitting there and, uh, you know, the the game of life is open in front of you. Or the game of life. Or is it death? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst part of the song. I don't like that <laughs> thingy. But uh, anyway, it's, it's an open playing field. And uh, it's kind of dawning, I would say. And I, I think the song uh, depicts that. The kind of daunting feeling that uh, time will flow, I will follow, mm. time will go, but I will follow. It has this um, slight stress to it, you know, or life stress, if you will. Uh, I don't know if that's just me, but um, for me, that's how I read the lyrics anyway. Yeah, but that kind of, like, that, 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 yeah. what I'm going to do, you know, what should I do with this shit? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, I haven't thought of it like quite like that, but yeah, that, I definitely can see that in there. And that's something very, you know, that, for it, you know, personally that I've kind of also, you know, sort of, gone through and had to you know re-examine my, my what i'm going to be doing and that's a very scary thing yeah i think everyone can, i mean not everyone but a lot of us a lot of people can relate to that you know just sort of realizing like well you're not really knowing what you're going to do yeah i mean in a sense to go back to the war thematic of the last song uh, yeah. way more people can relate to this war right 
or you have uh, like on, on Blaze's last album, uh, War Within Me. Yeah. It's kind of in, in that sphere, you know, yeah. the battles you fight in just an everyday context, which could be more interesting. Yeah. There's a reaction channel that I like. I don't like many reaction channels, but there's one now, the Daily Dog Show. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of Maiden. Oh. And he did like a war special. He talked about that at Youth Addressed, you know, with the support the troops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I understand the American context of saying that you support the troops. Yeah. It's not really you support the war. No, I don't think it is. You I think support, uh, you support young people with a tough job, basically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I would say. So he was on to that. He did the D Day song, which we'll get to the longest day. That's a great and, one. We'll uh, get, yeah, that's a wise. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to the, to that point. But you know, Maiden has a lot of war songs, but they don't have a lot of songs about you know everyday Western world life oh. type problems which are they could be very dramatic in your head right that could be your life tingling on a on a thin thread yeah. right there not knowing what you're supposed to do i think for sure this is a song that m- more people can relate to on that level than say you know it's your darkness or maybe like fucking ryan Reynolds, you know that this is more of a yeah. personal that a lot of people can go through but just i just want to quickly say we haven't mentioned in the pod uh the, the, the latest the new blaze album i think is is fucking great uh, War within, yeah, me. yeah, I love it's it. It's a good one. A I was, one. Uh, he, he got good critique for it too. Very happy to see that. Yeah, yeah, and I can't wait yeah. to hear some of this stuff live. I and mean, it's some, it's, it's, it's really, and I think that in the same way that back in the day, I felt that, and still that Roy Roy Z, who is uh, you don't know versus um, a go to, you know, songwriter, right hand man, is a creative uh, partner and and you know, guitarist in his uh, solo works as of you know last couple of three albums was an insanely underrated guitar player i think that uh, chris appleton equally is like a because he's fucking killing it on that and you know like yeah. no one knows who this is except unless you you know you gotta be able to play to to get in with these guys you know and he can fucking Definitely. play and that's that was you know i can't you know maybe when we get to like i'd love to have you know, now that i've heard it i would lo- i would love to talk to blaze again about it uh, yeah i think uh, we had a good time last time at least from my perspective yeah. so i think he'd be game yeah, you know. I want to do. Because what I hope, what I really want to do is, if he, when he finishes the book, I want to read the book and then talk about that because that's gonna be cool. And that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because we have a good time here, right? Made in A to Z. It's all fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. a nice friendly zone. I was thinking, would you would would you be up? We can just I can do this here and then we can see how people feel about it. Because um, we were talking about doing a call in episode. Yeah. And on in a few, not this week, but in like two weeks. The episode of that week will drop on what is what would be not what would be what is what my birthday. Okay, so maybe yeah. if we want to do that, that could be a fun kind of thing. So are you a Leo then? Uh, no, I'm a well, I'm a Krefta in Swedish, which also means which means I'm a Cancer. I'm a, I'm a Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> cancer bats. Or I think cancer it, bats. Yeah, I think it's a, they, the, the symbol is a crab, but we can see. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> We can maybe crayfish or something like that. Yeah, we eat them uh, later in the summer. Too. Yeah, we do. Oh, I haven't done that in a while. I gotta do that. Yeah. Another Swedish thing. I'm gonna do that. I love them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, mid. We're in the middle of summer here. Yeah. A little bit island time. We're taking our time. Oh yeah. In this song, educated fool, uh, good lyrics and uh, yeah. like. Uh, I think this is kind of sometimes when I listen to Virtual Eleven, I realize shit. It's pretty good. This stuff is pretty hot. Yeah. And somehow the whole album doesn't really come across. It could be because of uh, bloated songs, like "Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger," yeah, like uh, "Angel and the Gambler." Yeah, I think you're you're right though. You're hundred percent right. And it's, I think if you were to get rid of it, you know, um, 
uh, Don't Look to the Eyes of a Stranger. I think Angel the Gambler could be reworked into a passable song. I'm an apologist for Angel the Gambler, really. You know, I, I talked just now about how I, it annoys me when it comes on on Shuffle. But yeah, well, that's because it's five years still, long. But if it was, you know, like, a, like yeah, it yeah, shouldn't be that good. long. Imagine if Two Minutes to Midnight was 17 minutes long. That'd be annoying, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two Minutes is already quite long. It's already stretching it a little bit, you know. Yeah, but, you know, but, but from my younger perspective. But then I found all the colors in the song. I've talked about yeah. that before. Oh, yeah. Great song. But, but I just, I, I, my, my comparison to those two would just be that I think that Angel Gambler should feel should fill the same purpose that that song fills, which is uh, a tight, short kind of second rocker, you know, like a tight yes. kind of rocker, yes. like a short one to go and not a you know eleven minute death march. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And also, I, I lifted it before. Yeah. Verse eleven should not be a double vinyl. It no, should not no, no, be a double no. vinyl. It could so easily be a pretty killer single vinyl, forty eight minutes, something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has more Maiden than any other nineties Maiden album I've said before in this show. And I think I still stand by that word. Yeah. Like it's the most Maiden sounding 1990s Iron Maiden album. I would say. Like you could argue Fear of the Dark, but hey, how Maiden does it really sound? You know? No, I mean Fear of the Dark does not. There's stuff. There's a lot of stuff there that is not so Maiden. No, they're trying stuff. They you know you know some of it otherwise, some of it pretty cool. But yeah, uh, I think that Virtual Eleven. I don't know that we get. Without that going as a buffer, those two albums, X Factor and Verse 11, it, without those two in between, I don't know that Brave New World is what Brave New World is. It might be very different. If, if, it, went, if it went just from Fear of the Dark to that, yeah, I don't know what. I think, I think you needed those to make it so that to sort of find their way home again. And I think that, like you said, Virtual 11 does sound more like classic Maiden than the, than the you know, there's something about that, right? We talked a lot about Steve Harris and the way he runs the band lately with the early days episodes. There's something about that when you do your thing, when you do you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you do it, it may come off slightly weird or slightly off. Or why didn't you get? Uh, uh, why didn't you get? Uh, what's his face from Queensrÿche? Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I can't remember the case. What the hell is his name? Microsoft Sam again here. <laughs> Microsoft Sam this from one, no, Yeah, this one, this one, I should know. Joff Tate, Joff Tate. Yeah. Like, why, why didn't you get Joff Tate, for example, yeah. or, and keep continuing your heavy metal crusade? That would have been, uh, at the time, a pretty fair assessment, right? To say, yeah, like, why I, did you get to Blaze? Why did you do this? But when you look back at it, I'm gonna get get you to fill in, sure. Mm-hmm. But when you get look back at it now, it feels like since he did Harris, did Harris, mm. it all makes so much sense for Captain Hindsight. But had mm. I been there, I would have been like, hey, what the hell? I also addressed that even Bruce, I would have been probably like, okay, uh, right? <laughs> you went with this guy? Yeah. Uh, if I had been a fan during the early, early 80s. So yeah, the, fill me in on that. What do you think about the, the trajectory of, of Harris's band? And how much sense it makes, really? I think, I think it's, there's no... I, I've said it, I don't know if I said it in the pod, but I've, I think that Blaze doesn't get the credit for this, but I think without him, there wouldn't be an Iron Maiden today, really. I don't think. I think he kind of saved them. I think he, they had to have someone to sound different because it'd be so boring. That's why they, they were just, they probably would have kept yeah. chugging on uh, if they had the guy from Queen's Rights. Or, I mean, I mean, there was even sort of rumors that, that turned out to be bullshit, I guess, but that Rob Halford was considered. He's one of my favorite singers. I don't think he would, I think also there, it would have been like, well, that wouldn't have been... It'd be kind of weird, yeah. to be honest. Almost like uh, I don't know cousins marrying or something. Yeah, I mean, I could I could totally see it'd be fun. Like if they just switched for like one gig, 
Yeah, have you seen the Rob Halford gig he did with uh, Sabbath? Yeah, that's pretty cool though. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really good. That, that was a, during a dispute with Dio, actually, because Dio didn't want to open for Ozzy. Oh. And Dio felt that the reunion was happening, and, you know, he didn't want to be a celebrating losing his band. Uh, fair enough. Which I, total, I totally get. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then as he cancelled, they still did it, and Halford came in. And what a hero, you know, because I love Dio so much. Prob- possibly the best heavy metal vocalist ever. He's, but he didn't yeah. really sing Ozzy stuff well. No. He didn't care. He was like, I, I, this is not me. I'm just gonna wing this. Yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, when Halford did the Aussie stuff, way cool, you know, into the void. Oh, so cool. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. Wow, that's, wow, wow. What a guy, Rob Helford. Big ups to Rob Helford. You know, maybe, maybe you know, what you know, what are fucking the, you know, the, the, the rest of the Sabbath guys, what, they're not doing anything right now. Uh, you know, and, they, you, know, you know, do something with him. Or Phil Anselmo. I like when they do stuff with Phil Anselmo. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah. yeah, that could be cool too. I think that Helford is in better shape than Anselmo these days, most of the time. Uh, Anselmo has gone clean, but I mean, obviously he's not 100% stable, you know. He's maybe, I mean, even James Hetfield had a relapse into alcoholism yeah. recently. So, I mean, maybe you couldn't count on, on, on uh, Phil Anselmo, but when he's sober... He's very fucking serious, you know. He's it's pretty very good. about the job, you know. He's doing it well. But I was listening to stuff by uh, by uh, what you call it. So I was listening to some um, old Pantera and some live stuff and the live album, which is one hundred one proof, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
I remember when I saw them back in um, 2000, I guess it was. Uh, or 2000, maybe it was 2001. I think it was one of those. It's around there. Re-invented. 2001, I was supposed to see them, but they cancelled because of 9-11. Okay, so it was 2000 I saw yeah. them then. I saw the movies. They were in the Soul in the Holland. Uh, 99, perhaps, even. With the Satyricon, I do believe. Yeah, but it would have been... It was after the Reinventing the Steel came out, so it would have been... Okay. Yes. Well, either way... His voice great was great album, great album. Recently got it on vinyl. It's what a, an underrated album! It's an underrated yeah. still. All the songs could have been openers. It's that kind of album. Yeah. they all have the opening shag quality, like here we fucking go kind of thing. Great yeah. album, heavily underrated, heavily underrated. And I think that it's, it's it's such a sad kind of the way that I mean, obviously, there's a lot we can talk about this another time. Maybe we get to P for Pantera, uh, Pantera A to Z. Yeah, there we go. No, but it's just so like so. Um, and his voice, how it sounded then, to what he sort of sounds new. Because now I've heard him, I've heard him do Pantera tunes as of late, and he, he's yeah. not, it's rough, man. He doesn't quite got it anymore. Also, that band, the Illegals, oh, that's, that's, such, that's a, kind of such a far cry from having Vinnie Paul, Dimebag Darren, yeah. and Rex Brown on stage. It's such a yeah. far cry. He even, I think I addressed this in my other podcast. He even turned back to them sometimes, like stop the song, wrong tempo, guys. You know, because he's used to playing it with the best, the heroes, the best, the best, really. What a band. Yeah. Pantera, such a good band. Yeah. Yeah. If your listeners are not really into Pantera, well, I guess, you know, I'm just, you know, pity, pity for you. There's so much good good stuff. I mean, I I know they're kind of as of late kind of, and I think it's too bad that, you know, they kind of had a somewhat tarnished sort of image because of, you know, Mr. Anselmo, you know. Yeah. And you know, one of my favorite guys is Ted Nugent, right? He also did some say some stupid shit, but such I mean, a good I mean, musician. even currently, he, he just checked blabbermouth today. He's probably said something today. Yeah, yeah, oh, every day. But I mean, he idolizes these black rock and roll guys. He really does. He's been very clear about that. But he still comes off very right wing, uh, sort of shotgun, get off my property kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of he's sort of given into that side of the force, I think. But. uh Yep. Uh, yep. And again, and Phil Anselmo is a light version of that. I mean, he definitely also idolizes Aretha Franklin and all those killer musicians of uh, African origin in the States, right? He I think, I think that, I think that maybe and the difference, the big difference for me is I think that maybe it may be Phil Anselmo. I, again, I don't know. I don't really know what his opinions are really for real. I, I don't know. He said some dumb stuff. Uh, but you like Ted Nugent is you know spewing like like hardcore conspiracy theory nutcase yep. shit, and just yep. and just like horrible horrible. So I, I don't know. I think for me I'm kind of I'm kind of done with him. I mean, he was never my you know I've seen him no. live, but but you've supported my fanship anyway. I've seen you do a little like here and there. You know I'm yeah. a really big fan of his first album. I think it's one no, of I mean, the few albums that is perfect from start to finish. Well, I mean I think that I think that for certain things um, uh, it doesn't. For for me, you know, he could go even more nuts, and that wouldn't necessarily tarnish the first album for me if I was a big fan. Uh, we've talked about we talked about it off mic, but I can mention it. I've had this thing this last like last couple of days where I've revisited all the all the little Lethal Weapon movies. I, mean, I love them. I'll live them the rest yeah. of my life. Uh, you know, Mel Gibson's a fucking jerk. I but Danny Glover is better though. Danny Glover's a hell of a guy. I, uh. But uh, but Mel Gibson is you know all kinds of not great stuff. But I might not necessarily mean you know you know I'm not a huge I'm not a fan of him anymore. Um, you know, do I wish I you know well I'm not gonna get in everyone that's very readily available. Everyone we'll check out what he's done. But yep. But I, I I that that's not gonna let I'm not gonna let that ruin 
me loving those first three movies and them being a part of me growing up. And I'll keep watching them. I'll keep watching them until you know, the day I die. Uh, I might not buy his new thing. Yeah. yeah. But if they make a Lethal Weapon 5, I'm fucking there. Yeah, I mean, look at it like this. Kevin Spacey, for example, he did some pretty horrendous shit, but he's such a good actor, though. Yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't you, really think, doesn't really make him a worse actor. No, I think it's I think it's a lot of kind of stuff. It's kind of it has to be um, you know, where where you choose to draw your various lines has to, is a personal decision, and it should be you know, I can't tell anyone what they're going to do. They can't tell yeah. me what I'm going to do. I think that's how it should be. We were onto this already in our very first episode, mm-hmm. Twenty Two Acacia Avenue. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where do you draw the line? And what, what? What? I mean, personally, you can cancel anything, as far as I'm concerned. But cans- canceling it publicly, it's more distasteful, in my opinion. Like, let each and everyone get their choice here. You know, if you want to watch Kevin Spacey do his acting, even though he had questionable love affairs mm. with young men, mm. even though he did. Like, yeah. let everyone be the judge. You want to enjoy his acting anyway? It's fine, right? Yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah. I think you got you to make the decision for your own what you want to do. And, and you know, someone Definitely. says they don't want to support it. That's fine, too. Don't do it. Uh, I think that I think that it's... Uh, what, what, I, what kind of annoys me is when you get people who... Who at least... I mean, like I said, I 100% think it needs to be a personal decision. What you're going to do about that? If you want to, if you want to, want to watch it, that's fine. You don't want to watch it, that's fine too. But I think that a lot of times people won't even acknowledge the fact that it's complicated, and it's not, yeah. it's not a, it's not, a, it's not a, it's not an open and shut case for a lot of people. And you know, for a lot of people, I imagine back when you know, Mr. Anselmo did the, you know, the, you know, did a bit of. I mean, he, okay, he hiled on stage. He slipped. Uh, he slipped. Yeah, slipped heavily. I think that for that was that that maybe made a lot of people not knowing how they were going to feel about that, and I you know make it you know and me, me myself included, but it's where I kind of landed on that is you know I I, I kind of still find my way back to some of that stuff because I think because it's been such a huge part of who I am and whatnot, but other people might not feel that way. That's fine too, but yeah. I, not acknowledge. I think that I don't like the idea that when when I'm I don't like to be made to feel like a bad person because I don't quite know what to do. Right. And that's what the thing about this is, because you, you, it's it's complicated. It's very, and you know, a lot of people have done. I mean, I think it kind of depends what level it is. Uh, like for instance, you know, I don't necessarily want to get into it too much because I think that it's. Uh, I don't because also we haven't talked about the song <laughs> very much. But. No, no, I, I got stuff ready. I got stuff ready, but it's nice to deviate. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. We're I not doing that, when we're not doing Iron Maiden '74 to '80 because then there's so much info there oh yeah so we here we can take our time that's fine cool, we cool, have cool, a free, cool. free zone today so 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 for me it's like i don't know i, I like there's certain things I, I just won't listen to or watch anymore other things i'm you know i can i can get past and 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 i think that it's that's me and that's should that's okay uh like uh yeah like i mean i i understand that i think that probably a hell of a lot of people but i think there's different levels of stuff there's phil and yeah. saying some dumb stuff in public and doing nothing maybe you know I, again i don't know where he is that's one thing i can kind of maybe find a way past that uh i i can't see myself en- enjoying the comedy stylings of bill cosby anytime soon uh but that's that's <laughs> very different because he's like a fucking mass rapist uh, but also yeah. he was never like one of my for me personally, one of my absolute favorites. I understand people who probably had him as a favorite who were very heartbroken by the whole situation. I totally understand yeah. that. It feels like they almost made the cartoon Bojack Horseman based on him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I mean, again, he... It's again, a great cartoon, by the way. Yeah, Strong yeah. recommend, Bojack oh, definitely. Horseman. Bojack sort of made, in the well, spoilers, he made some bad decisions along the way. He, he didn't, you know, dr- drug and rape, you know, 
No, no, he was more you know, of human, hu- so. humanized for, for the purpose of the drama. Yeah. yeah great, great cartoon. But again, like I said, that, that's, that's, it's kind of, but there's, all, you know, and then, you know, there's obviously a lot of, we've kind of, uh, just, we kind of danced, we've talked about dissection, and that's kind of, you know, a lot of people have difficulty with them too, yeah. and I get that. I can understand that. Definitely. Uh, I, mean, I mean, and then it's even worse, some of the black metal stuff I listen to. Uh, yeah. Hot topic names, you know, but it's just it's when it's my decision you know i know what i believe in and then it's yeah. okay but also like i said i think it's also 100 okay if you don't feel okay listen to it uh yeah i mean definitely personal choice right if it feels iffy it's iffy go for something else yeah i mean yeah and i understand that you know because i like i i i um yeah, I think I think it needs to be a personal decision, and I think either whatever whatever way you want to go, if it, it has to be, you have to. It, 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 I wouldn't, you know, even if there's someone who I personally couldn't stand, and like for some reason had a personal reason to not like and want you want to not see. If someone else wanted to listen to that, I, I hope I'd be involved enough not to make a big deal of that because I think it has to be a personal decision. Yeah, and initially, music is normally a good thing, no matter who actually, no matter who makes it. Even if Charles Manson, I think, which he was actually, he was, a, he was a singer. But even when he makes music, why not dance to it? You know, it's a sh- shit guy. Yeah. But uh, the music itself doesn't really carry any of his murderous instincts within it. You know. No, no. I mean, you get, you get some of that, and they, they like it's interesting because you see people, because you know he made country albums. He made like a couple of them. I mean, they're 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 not the you know they're not great. They're fine. I mean, no offense. Yeah. Um, whatever. But but then you get like. People who wear, because there's a whole thing, and even Mr. Anselmo quite often would wear a Charles Manson T-shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a more difficult one. Yeah, I dated a girl once that had a Charles Manson T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I never, I never brought it up, but I always felt a bit iffy about it. Really. Yeah, I, I think that for me, I kind of, I don't understand the. I can understand being interested in that kind of stuff, but I, I wouldn't, you know, walk around with like a fucking Jeffrey Dahmer tank top. No, no, <laughs> me neither. Because for I some, wouldn't. for someone that's, I mean, like, uh, you know, I, I know it's kind of become serial killers are very popular these days. I mean, that's not what I meant. I mean, true charismatic, cr- true crime has become a very big, you know, yeah. popular genre. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's gazillions of podcasts on the subject. Uh, too many, too many. Say. Yeah, definitely. There's, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, thankfully, there's a lot of crime. Like, well, that's not what I meant. But you know, uh. there's there's an influence supply, I guess. But you know, but. I don't understand. I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally. I think for me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think it was cool to. I think true, true crime is a tad overrated. You know, me liking a bit of imagination and fantasy. Why are you doing this? Like people don't have exciting lives enough, so they want to be excited by the darkness, something like that. That's the vibe I get. It's almost like, uh, like the South Park episode. Uh, what did they call it? Uh, Adult-oriented murder porn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, adult I mean, the, murder porn there, there's it's interesting because i kind of feel like i mean, I, i'm interested in that kind of stuff I, I i do enjoy some of it i'm listening to a pod right now about the the columbine massacre very interesting mm-hmm. um but usually but all in all i mean there's some pods that I even stop following that i really enjoy because i feel like i've, I've just had enough of it you know there's there's, yeah. like, there's there's like a fucking i think it's i think it's jeffrey dahmer movie in production they had the they had the ted bundy one and like there's you know there's all kinds of shit like that it's just, just there's so there's so much of it and that kind of for me is weirder when people like will will make moral stances against like well you can't listen to him he said this canceled oh have you seen the new ted bundy movie he's amazing i'm gonna get a tattoo like no that's how's that good point yeah, <laughs> good point <laughs> It's a good point to even end that one. And I wanted to say before diving into the music yeah. <laughs> of Educated Fool, 
I wanted to ask, uh, I think uh. these two songs today have not been celebrated. They have not been played live at all. Has, has Blaze done them at some point live? A solo? Let's do a setlist.fm. Why not? Because mm, he could have done at least maybe Edge of Darkness live. That's true. Could have been done. A bit anthemic, live, ready. I would say. It's got the, you know, the woe, the woe, this has the woes in it. It has a woe, woe, has a good woe, woe part. The Edge of Darkness. So when I applied the Edge of Darkness, uh, I didn't get anything Maiden related here. You probably got the Bruce uh, Springsteen one, right? Exactly. There is Educated like, Fool, I am quite sure they never played either. No, probably nope, not. Nothing from that. Nothing from that. And uh, it's a good song, but I think it kind of slipped in between. Maybe it doesn't have the classic Maiden thro- tropes through it. Maybe it's not like a signature Maiden sound. But uh, let's give it a little bit of a listen here. Mm, that's good. I like this. The mellow start but with a brooding darkness or a brooding stress, you know, in, in my interpretation of the lyrics. Yeah. But it's an un- there's still a conflict. There's an unease in it. But yeah, the conflict yeah. is not like uh, an entire war or anything like that. And then they play, they foreshadow the vocal melody with the guitar. I'm an educated fool So I don't know what it Good is singing. I'm supposed to mm, do yeah. situation uh, kind of low dynamic blaze sounds pretty good actually. Yeah. I, I like it when he's in low dynamics. A bit of headroom. Mm-hmm. And this is great too. Yeah, this is so good. Wow, this is. They haven't done anything like this, I think. It's like an adventure opening, right? Like, really, the sound of walking into life. This is more of a bland verse. Yeah, because the other bit was felt more unique. Yeah, I think this verse could really draw it down from being able to become a Maiden classic because it's just kind of trotting on. But then you get this cool shit again. Yeah, that's good. Some kind of calypso, you know. Good lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it releases into this. And this is great. Big type of chorus. So, I mean, just like in Edge of Darkness, they're reusing the themes mm-hmm. quite a bit throughout the song. But it makes it a whole. It makes it like a, a unit, yeah, yeah, in a sense. That they go back to the... And the melody is just dark enough to accompany the, the theme of the song. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's not about war. It's not about uh, an earthquake or a natural disaster. It's just about being an educated fool. But mm-hmm. I think they captured the drama level perfectly in this song. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's I don't I can't I don't know why it took me so long to realize how great this song is. But yeah, the whole time will flow part great harmony harmonies on the vocals. I think Blaze harmonizing himself probably, um, and I don't know which interval actually, but uh, sounds good anyway. 
you know mm-hmm. it's a good song it's a killer song and uh, again you know looking at Watch 11 it has a few killer songs Future Hill is good Clansman is great Como Estas Amigos one of our favorites mm-hmm. and you got this one too and then yeah. you have half of the album listed yeah and I think this is also since we're in the sort of you know middle of summer here this is a far more summer kind of album it is right yeah one of the more summary kind of albums and we even have the european championship in football going on right yes, now. happening as, as we speak yeah yeah the the non-virtual 11 are out there <laughs> yeah i haven't really been following it i watched a game yesterday uh, that was the first one i, I was i was in uh, i was downtown um sort of i was out walking and i was sort of in between like three bars uh in the street corner when sweden scored a goal I think it was Poland, and you could, like you could. It was like yeah, something yeah. fucking exploded because yeah, the, the, uh, uh, that game was big. I didn't see it either, but that was a big one because yeah. that was a lot of a lot of things were hinging on that. Even the Ukrainian theme was uh, vouching for Sweden because they wouldn't have gone further otherwise. And now we're actually that's the next game: yeah. Sweden, Ukraine, all yellow and blue mm-hmm. across the board. Yeah, it's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, middle of the summer, educated fool, fitting song. I mean, again, I listened to X Factor a little bit coming into this episode. I didn't really feel it. I listened to Virtual Eleven a bit, and I really felt it. Yeah, that same for me. Definitely same for me. Could be a seasonal thing. I always put it below X Factor before, but uh. is it is it worse? Is it really? I mean, there is a seasonal kind of. No, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's kind of, you know, this is also kind of that may be a that's 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 an interesting thing because. We're judging these songs as we go along, and we're putting them, you know. Or, or, I mean, just for instance, w- would would we like the Edge of Darkness more if it we list, we're doing this in like a, an autumn or a winter episode? Exactly. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, it, we're not going to fucking redo it just because of that. But no, nah. but that could uh, be the case. Well, we did put it on the list. We're going to retest it anyway, which could happen in the winter. We don't know. And I think this one's going to. This one's. <laughs> I think there's a bigger chance this one will remain on the list. I think so too, and it's one of those where I, I pull a bit of veto, you know, being us, us two being supreme judges of this uh-huh, list. Uh-huh. I'm probably going to fight a bit for this one because I just think it's a really good song. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of hard to present it to Maiden fans. Uh, going into this episode, talking to some some of our closer listeners like Greg, Ben, uh, Henrik, etc., all of them were like, oh, "Okay, that's a shit episode." You know, that's a ton of shit, but. I, I don't think so. No, I don't, uh, I don't think so either. But how can I convince them about The Educated Fool? It just sits there in the middle of it, Virtual 11, never been played live. Uh, it's a hard song to sell. It is a hard song to sell, but I think that, uh, I mean, again, we, don't have to, we, we probably wanted to do that fight for quite a while. No. Uh, no. But uh, that'd be a fun one. We've got to engage everyone in that yeah. uh, to, to, to the maximum of our capabilities Definitely. in order of doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah, on the list, uh, cool song. Uh, nice to do two good play songs in the same episode, and just you know, kind of hold the flag for the merit of this era. Of yeah, yeah, it 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 it's it, it's it is an underrated era, and I think that um, I think now it's kind of getting it's you know more it's getting more of a fair shake now than it did maybe when it happened. Um, yeah, I don't know, I, I, but I understand. Also, had had I been had I been sort of along for the journey when it did happen. I probably would have felt the same way. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, uh, I, I suspect that I would have been a Bruce skeptic in 82 as well, right? Probably, yeah. I mean, that's 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 how, I mean, I, I, yeah, definitely. And it's kind of the thing where you get the, it's, you know, with the benefit of hindsight or knowing how the story kind of ended up turning out, it's easier to like this than maybe, well, you don't know. Right, we, yeah, we, because we, otherwise you 
we know what happened. You're trapped. Yeah, you're trapped otherwise, right? You're trapped within this maiden if you're a fan in, in 97, 98. Yeah. You're trapped. You're like, oh, shit, this is it. Whereas for us, we've been liberated anyway. You know, it's the reunion era for yeah. us. And looking back at it, probably easier. I wonder if there's people out there, and if you, if there, if that is the case and no, someone's listening, please get in touch. This would be really, really interesting. If there's someone out there or people out there who discovered the band during the Blaze era and then really was disappointed when Bruce came back. There's probably, right. there's probably yeah, not a lot yeah. of them. No, I don't think so. Somewhere in like, so. you know, like the, 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 the hills of Siberia, there's one guy maybe. But, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I mentioned one of our listeners, uh, Daniel, my old bass player, sometimes current, uh, that he's, he really got into X Factor and that vibe. But I think uh, now I don't remember. Sorry, sorry, Dan. But I remember he gave a little bit of a, a rearrangement of what I said. Like, okay, yeah, I am, but. Oh. And then something. So I don't know. I mean, most people, I guess, they are, but, you know, because like me, I'm a huge Paul Diano fan, but mm. I wanted to switch vocalists, you know, looking back at it. Uh, that was before I was born, but I still think it was a good call. Probably. Even though I like Paul, you know, so everything has its time and place, I guess. Definitely. That's, that's definitely, definitely. And I think, I think that you get, I, I like different areas for different, different, you know, different, uh, different reasons. I like different areas when I'm in different moods. I like different albums when I'm in different moods. Yeah, it's just the way it is. I'm not always in the mood for Power Slave. Right. Sometimes I'm yeah. in the mood for like this. So there's certain times when Virtual Eleven and No Prayer are the heavy rotation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Also, and not Power yeah. Slave and Peace of Mind, or not Power Slave and Seventh Son, you know. And that's a, kind of a benefit of a huge discography as well. I mean, you like... Can be tire, you'd be tired of this maiden, yeah. but you're excited about this maiden. I mean, for me, Peace of Mind is on so heavy rotation that every now and again, you know, I want, I want the... As far you know, the, I'm not the opposite per se, but you want you want something very different, and that's definitely what we got to these two songs. Yeah, finally back on peace of mind as well. In not too long. Looking forward to that in the F's. Oh yeah, we'll yeah, yeah that's a good there. one. Yeah, we'll get back there. So yeah, this is this is made me to see uh, trotting along, and mm. uh, we did take our time today. That was nice to do. Yeah, uh, we it got was it. so fact heavy doing the early days. So yeah. I wanted to goof around a little bit. Yeah, we do, we definitely did that with your listeners. Yeah, I hope it's fine with you listeners too. Oh. Uh, it's nice to do. And uh, we put both songs on the list. Uh, I'm more skeptic towards The Edge of Darkness, but... Uh, yeah, me hey, too. Let's but see. Let, let, let us sit there for now. Yeah, good to have a discussion going. And yeah, in the future, uh, we have a special episode recorded. The one that we've been hinting a lot. It's a fun one. Oh. And then uh, we will be on to the songs again. And you can get back to us. Uh, do you want us to do a lot of specials? Because I think we can. You know, or do you want us to do the songs? Uh, I mean, give us your opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, the, you know, we we so we sort of aim to please in that sense that if you want something, we can, you know, depending, you know, maybe some days, maybe we'll do like a thing where we when we got specials, we could maybe do release two two a week if that's the case, if that's what you want or not, or maybe just do it like we're doing now. I, I, you know, doing it like you're doing it now is fun because it prolongs the whole process. Yeah, and that's so we didn't take uh, we didn't take a summer break either. So, so we're still launching. I mean, also, you know, because of the, this summer, no one's going anywhere. Yeah, and I, also, I don't like breaks. I like to keep the momentum. Uh, I'm just wired that way. A break makes it harder for, because then I have to restart it. You know, I have to get it back to my system to to record these episodes and edit them, uh, which I really enjoy doing. By the way, That's good. So, no problem. Well, maybe maybe <laughs> maybe next summer, if we do end up go, taking a break, we won't take a break. We'll re- pre-record a bunch of stuff. We'll go to the Bahamas. 
the compass point. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> That's where we're gonna go. <laughs> that place doesn't that doesn't exist anymore, does it? I think it's still there. I mean, I mean, I, I know, I, I know that the Bahamas are still there. That's not what I was saying. No, I mean <laughs> the Compass Point. They did Final Frontier, but that's already a long time ago. So I don't know about today. I don't know. It was a tax haven, right? I think that's what it was. Yeah. But you don't like. Uh, you're not into summer vacay, maybe. Well, no. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. I, th I think my main objection to that idea was the fact that how much it was going to would cost to do. Yeah, it's going to cost a lot. We're going to have to set up a patron, a heavy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we might do that someday, but it's been nice so far to not ask for anything. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I have ideas for, you know, maybe doing some t-shirts or something. So we'll see. Uh, That'd be fun. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I think that, yeah, no, I, I like I like that kind of stuff. Uh, and I, you know, I've been to the Bahamas. It was a long time ago, but I've been Oh, there. really? Yeah. yeah. And then as an American... You went there. Yes, from your home. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was it was that was good. But again, oh. I, that was before I was w way before I was aware of, you know, Iron Maiden and knew there was a Compass, Compass Point, Point studio. But you know that. Yeah. So yeah, that we'll see. We'll see if nice. we we'll record our final our final episode in Compass Point. We'll see. That'd be cool. That or or yeah. again, I just want or even anywhere in. With Steve as a guest. That might be. Because he lives there now. Yeah, he that, lives there now. He lives there. Yeah. Well, that's good. Cool. That, doesn't uh, uh, doesn't Dave I think live he there moved there. Uh, Hawaii for Dave. All right. Yeah. No, I think it's a strong divide. I saw an interview yesterday with Rafael Mendes, the guy that sounds like Bruce, Brazilian guy. And they asked him, have you had any feedback from the mailing camp? And he's like, no, they don't really do that. And I think he's right. Like, uh, the, the, the current members are very limited to what they can do. And then obviously when you look at a podcast like this, it's a division. This is the fan zone, not really the band zone. Right. No, because the, 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 the Bruce has done some stuff as of late, but I don't think. First off, I don't think that would have happened if he wasn't, you know, at home with nothing to do. And also, he probably wouldn't. This wouldn't be the kind of thing he would do. Probably not. Right? If, if, this, if this was the fucking Deep Purple podcast, he'd be he'd be a lot of like flies and shit. But you know, but you know, just yeah. the fact that we're doing this, he wouldn't want to do it. Maybe yeah, I should tip the guys in the Purple Podcast. Yeah, or even yeah, like if there's a deal about guests, yeah. I'm sure they fucking yeah, yeah. do that too. We have both both those guys are in the list of uh, of guests. That's gonna be fun. Well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, or like you know that kind of stuff. But or like if if we had an aviation podcast, right, right. Maybe the aviation special. Avi avi aviation A to Z. Yeah, no, no, the aviation special with Maiden A to Z with Bruce and Henrik, and not talking about Maiden. No, so when we're only aviation, we're, we're, we're just gonna be quiet, you and me. Unfortunately, we missed that on the A's. That should have been the A's, or right. yeah. F for flying. Yeah, ah, we'll get. We'll, we'll sometimes we will derive from the alphabet. Anyway, we did that with Midsummer. We did that with Blaze, and we're going to do it now again. Actually, there's an episode on D coming in. Mm. It happens. Yeah, it happens. it happens. And also, like for instance, like if if some magical way the stars align and we can do that episode with Bruce, I don't think we go. Well, we can't do it now. It's not on. You know, no, fuck it. <laughs> no. no, we're doing it. <laughs> It's, it's cancelled. It's cancelled. <laughs> All right, cool. You yeah. have been listening to Made Me to Z. Yeah. A bit of a blabberly episode today. It's fine. I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I was looking forward to a bit of uh, silliness and uh, digressions, actually. And uh, the movie thing it keeps popping in. I've, I've, I've started watching more movies because Good. of this episode, because of this podcast. Harry's watching all these films, and you being a, kind of a film guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah, add something to it. And uh, if you guys want to get in touch, uh, like you know, I think I think you, I think most people have fairly uh, found the various channels. We're, you know, but we're we're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, and uh, we also have a, you know email. It's pretty much all Maiden AZ Pod at all these places. And you can find us there. Yep. Or search for our, our exclusive uh, 
it's not that exclusive, but uh, the, the Maiden AZ Friends of the Beast group on Facebook. We really don't use the old page at all at this point. Yeah. I don't no. think we don't need it because everyone's on this one. So let's go there. It's a good time. There's a lot of great people there. So, so that's it. Yeah. Up the irons. Skull from the north.